0: It's a new day, oh, it's a new time, and there's a new way. Gonna live my life all it will last. That's the way, and the new has come. Thank God, it's a brand new day. Thank you for tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host Barbara Smith. by Barbara Smith I have always loved the scripture in James 1 verse 27 that says pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world in fact the book of James in its entirety has been my go-to for practical Christian living notwithstanding all scripture is given by divine inspiration I see now that this concept was not original with James. He is just putting into a nutshell what is already a common thread throughout the scripture. The Bible is riddled with admonition regarding the fatherless, widows, compassion, showing mercy, and taking care of the poor and needy, because it is the true heartbeat of God. His word is given to us to show us his true nature. This is how we can endeavor to be like him, is by knowing him. Well, back to James, who was incidentally the half-brother of Jesus and later became the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. Now, all those who have been through high school and a higher educational course know that plagiarism is a thing that should never happen. Webster's Dictionary gives us a kid's version of what plagiarism is. It says, The kid's definition of plagiarism is an act of copying the ideas or words of another person without giving credit to that person and it goes on to say that the first known use of the word plagiarism was in the year 1621 wow that's a way back the error and illegality of plagiarizing is quite frequently pounded into the minds of students and put in bold letters and heralded down the halls in their sleep and it is considered theft of intellectual property and is taken very seriously however I'm here to tell you there is no need to plagiarize you can still use other people's ideas and thoughts you just have to give credit where credit is due After all, Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9 tells us, The thing that hath been is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Don't forget to put those little quotation marks in your articles, and it will not only be okay, but it will also enhance your paper, and you will look quite smart while doing it. Now I'm not saying that James is guilty of this, however, he came pretty close to the passage in Zechariah 7 verses 18 through 10, which say, The word of the Lord came unto Zechariah, saying, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, Execute true judgment, and show mercy and compassion every man to his brother. And oppress not the widows, nor the fatherless, the stranger, nor the poor, and let none of you imagine evil against his brother in your heart. Isaiah 10 verses 1 through 2 is similar to this as well. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees, and that right grievousness which they have prescribed, to turn away the needy from judgment, and to take away the right from the poor of my people that widows may be their prey and that they may rob the fatherless. This theme keeps being repeated over and over in Scripture. It must really be near and dear to the heart of God. The difference in James writing and the Old Testament prophets is that they pronounce the punishment that will follow if they do not do these things. But James simply lets us know what we need to do to fall into the category of pure religion that will please the Lord. James had experienced the mercy of God because of the Cross of Calvary that the Old Testament prophets had never known on a personal basis. Because of grace we get the opportunity to do positive things through a willing heart of pleasing God not having to approach our lives as always being under a mandate or worrying about a big hammer that's about to fall on us any minute because of the love of Jesus and his sacrifice on calvary for us we do not live in fear anymore we can share the blessings he has given us with others freely the preceding verses to the verses we read in Zechariah was asking a question posed to God by priests and prophets should I weep in the fifth month, separating myself, fasting, as I have done in many of these years before? The feasts of the fourth, fifth, and ten months had turned into fasting, when Solomon and Herod's temples had been destroyed, and they had gone into captivity. However, they were now witnessing the rebuilding of the temple by Zerubbabel. Their question was a snide one. With undertones of boasting of their own righteousness, and the word of the Lord came back to them with a rebuke. When ye fasted and mourned in the fifth and seven months, even those seventy years, did ye all fast unto me, even unto me? And when ye did eat, and when ye did drink, did ye eat of yourselves, and did you drink of yourselves? He is not telling them not to fast, but that their motives and hearts have not been pure. In verses 8-10, through which we had read, he is letting them know what they should have been doing all along. Execute true judgment and show mercy and compassion every man to his brother, and oppress not the widow nor the fatherless, the stranger nor the poor, and let none of you imagine evil against his brother in your heart. Let us never think that our fasting and praying makes God a debtor to us. We should not stop fasting and praying, but we should always make sure the motive of our heart is purely to humble ourselves before the Lord and not to twist His arm to try to make Him do this or that for us. Even if He never does another thing for us, we must remember our station and that He is still God and we are His creation. Whether we are free or captive, feasting or fasting, showing kindness and compassion towards others or not, this is what will be the defining factor of us being known as Christ-like, a.k.a. Christians or not. James 1 verses 21 through 25 states, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So did you say you were a Christian? Are you endeavoring to keep yourself unspotted from the world? Are you visiting the widows and fatherless in their afflictions? Are you helping the poor, needy and strangers? Are you a doer of the word or just talking a good talk? Check the motives of your heart and examine your actions and see whether they be aligned with the Word of God and the heartbeat of God. Then you will have your answer. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning.